Hi, welcome to Your Life, Your Way, a podcast series where TMU students and faculty members sharing their experience studying, working, and living in Taiwan. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone. It's time for Your Life, Your Way, another podcast brought to you by TMU, Taipei Medical University, and I'm your host, Joseph Lin. Now, in this episode, we have the honor here to invite to the show. He is the director of the Core Facility Center of the Office of Research and Development at TMU. Please welcome to the show is Austin Cheng-O. Zhang O-Chun, ni hao. Hi, everyone. Nice to meet you all. Yes, Austin. A pleasure to have you here. And we're going to talk about a facility center you guys are very proud of. It's called the Core Facility Center. We'll get to that in a minute. But let's learn a little bit about you. What's your background and your experience? I'm a biologist, and okay. I also work with a lot of experiences in uh, genetics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm also familiar with bacteria, yeast, Drosophila, murine, and also mammalian cell models. Mm-hmm. And uh, back in the days when I was in the U.S., you know, I went through like Memorial Sloan Kettering, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, oh. Stanford University, wow. and University of California at Davis. Okay. You know, and uh, tend to learn a lot of weird things through the way. <laughs> so I learned how to do uh, spectral karyotyping, uh-huh. spinning this confocal, deconvolution, structural enumeration, and mm-hmm. uh, transmission electron microscopy, mm-hmm. and also uh, chiral EM, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in combination, the, you know, when I put everything all together yeah. and into my uh, early research, that's when we uh, actually had the opportunity to um, characterize a little thing called the autophagosome, little okay. tiny thing in a cell, all right. and uh, in which uh, they uh, regulate the nutrient. And when you have a uh, nutrient starvation, then the cell begin to die. And what we do is we monitor that and see what happens inside of the cell. Mm. The idea is we want to know if we can starve the uh, cancer cell to death. Ah, yeah. that is an ultimate goal for humankind, isn't That's it? That's right. <laughs> yes. Well, if you're not a molecular biologist, maybe all this jargon is a little too much, <laughs> but it sounds like yeah. you have a very broad experience and you come from a, a very multicultural background, you know, studying at all those colleges and universities uh, in the past and uh, all the accolades we have. So it's great. Today, we're here to talk more about the core facility center, which you run. And it's basically a centralized share facility, not only students of uh, TMU, but also the public can use. And this is a great thing to have for whether it be individuals or even organizations uh, that need more equipment or research and analysis, correct? Yes. Tell us yeah. about it. Well, the core facility is where um, that we centralize all the uh, resources okay. into one place. Right. And the whole idea is that we want to minimize the duplication of a costly technology correct. platform. And we also want to um, put all the uh, talented, specialized technical staff in one location mm-hmm. in which the people have access to. Mm-hmm. They don't have to run around all over campus mm-hmm. or you know, different locations. Mm-hmm. You know? And the other thing is we want to make sure that in one location where we can provide a lot of technical support, expertise, recommendations, data analysis, or even you know useful discussions, scientific discussions right. you know, for people who really need the help. Right. And um, the whole idea is that through this, you can, you know, we can do it more efficient mm-hmm. in a way that we can get precise data or results in a very short time mm-hmm. you know, and uh, in one location. Right. Things a lot easier. Yeah. Correct. And uh, in addition to that, 
is that we also want to provide like training courses, uh-huh. you know, for people, students, you know, even faculty sometimes that they really want to learn something that's like very that high in instruments. That is true. Yeah. Right. Well, of course, a lot of these medical equipment is going to be high cost. And so uh, sharing this, you know, minimizes the cost for everyone. But it's not just about the sharing of equipment. It's about sharing of your talents and to have a professional backup and to also to provide training to people who are in need. So you guys must have a group of highly specialized and trained uh, staff uh, that is part of the facility. Yes. The uh, Well, our mission mm-hmm. is education mm-hmm. and also the uh, research. Mm-hmm. So that's why the technical staff, mm-hmm. they're like the most essential component of this entire operation. Mm-hmm. So in order to do a good research, mm-hmm. we're talking about like research into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Right? So you got to have people who mm-hmm. knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So we want like technical staff that mm-hmm. they must know their materials. Mm-hmm. They know their machine. Mm-hmm. You know, to a point that they can even fix it. Wow. I mean, you know, take them down, right. put them back together, uh-huh. know the machine inside and out. Wow. And two is they know how to operate the machine. Mm. Okay. So with this two, then, then we can talk about research and mm. education. Mm. So when it comes to research, a lot of times the, the professors mm. or students, they'll come in and with a question or two, or mm. sometimes even a research paper, mm-hmm. and oftentimes just an idea. They'll right. come in and say, hey, Austin, can we do this? Mm. Or can we do that? Mm-hmm. Or can you duplicate this, uh, let's say, experiment mm. from this paper per se? Okay. You know, and it's up to us. Mm to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so again, just a lot of experience that's required. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we want to do in our facility. Mm-hmm. We want to train our um, technical staff to a point that they can be independent and they can think and then utilize their uh, instrument mm-hmm. on top of what they have learned before, like experience-wise, mm-hmm. you know, and put them all together mm-hmm. with the professor, mm-hmm. with the research team. Sure. Okay. And since they already have this, yeah. in the future, some people would ask, can you teach us? Uh-huh. Okay, whether it's uh, one-on-one teaching on the uh, how to use the instrument, yeah, okay. or sometimes it's one too many, right. it's a lecture course, right. and a course lecture. So it happens. Right. And so that's also what we do. Right. We actually combine the uh, core facility mm-hmm. with the uh, departmental lecture. Mm-hmm. So we actually go into classroom mm-hmm. and we teach master students, we teach PhD students mm-hmm. in terms of how um, like the uh, instrument applications, mm-hmm. okay, what other things can be done with this instrument. Mm. And sometimes on top of that, if they're really interested mm. or the course de- is decided that way, yeah. we'll teach them the principle. Okay. okay. So how does this machine work? Why it works? Wow. You know, and what else can we do? You know, things like that. Wow. So, yeah, it's a lot of things to do. What an institution you run right there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I want to use a, a Chinese phrase to describe, you know, the people who work at the core facility then is, meaning that they have a hundred uh, skill sets in, in order to uh, facilitate and, and uh, accommodate, you know, the needs of people and researchers. So uh, drawing another parallel, because, you know, when it comes to shared platform, for instance, we're very familiar with like food sharing pa- platforms or like Uber services and Foodpanda, right? It's almost like asking the deliverer to not only deliver the goods, but they also know uh, how to make uh, the food, the dishes, and how to fix their own motorbike and uh, be able to even provide suggestions like what kind of meal you want to have tomorrow night. You know, they have to have all sorts of know-how on that. Well, let me uh, add a point to that. Okay. Not only they have to do that, uh-huh. sometimes they can come in there and they cook 
cook it for you too. And they, they might be able to cook it for you too. Exactly. So that's what your staff members do, right? It's right. like a very comprehensive uh, yeah. platform right there. That is amazing. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about how. Well, you have kind of touched about how it can help researchers, but uh, maybe you can give us a highlight of uh, the certain areas of the core facilities. So um, currently, the TMU actually has uh, seven cores. Okay. Okay. So we go from uh, imaging core, mm-hmm. mass spec core, mm-hmm. and the flow cytometry core, mm-hmm. NMR core, mm-hmm. and the natural compound isolation core, bioinformatics core, mm-hmm. and also the new one, the single cell genomics core. Wow. So there are a total of um, seven of that. Okay. And uh, well, imaging core obviously mm-hmm. is everything about pictures. Mm-hmm. So we go in there. We're talking about fluorescence pictures. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like uh, EM pictures, like okay. electron microscopy pictures. Okay. Talking about detail pictures. We're talking about large scale scanning, mm-hmm. like everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's imaging core. Mm-hmm. And for the mass spec core, that would be for people who are interested in uh, chemistry. Okay. You know, like compound. Mm-hmm. People making compounds, they want to identify the compounds. Mm-hmm. They want to quantify, qualify the compounds. Mm-hmm. We can all do that. And uh, that's the one where we host the uh, like LC mass mass and uh, ICP mass or the uh, GC mass, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And uh, what's more interesting about mass spec core is that we also have the uh, capability to do the uh, large-scale scanning okay. for the uh, like hospitals. Because okay. nowadays, in the biomedical, um, let's say, research in Taiwan, mm-hmm. a lot of them, they focus on the uh, like biomarkers. Mm-hmm. They want to identify biomarkers for certain diseases. Okay. So, uh, in short, basically, when you see this biomarker that happens in the patient, mm-hmm. you get an idea that this patient may have certain disease. Mm-hmm. They want to identify that unique biomarkers. Mm-hmm. And that's when the mass spec core can do. Mm-hmm. They actually take Samples from the patients, mm-hmm. and they can compare like before, during, after, and see what happens if there's anything unique that pops out, right, right. And, and so they can record that. Right. And the flow cytometry core is the one that's more uh, for the research side, basic research mm-hmm. in which people can identify cell clusters. Mm-hmm. And the NMR core again, that's the uh, very uh, commonly used in the um, pharmacy or for the uh, chemistry department. Okay. That's actually the one that detail the, uh, the structure mm-hmm. of the chemical compounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Natural compound isolation core is one of its kind in Taiwan. And this is actually the one that isolates something out of natural compound. Okay. okay. So in Taiwan, people are very big in the uh, Chinese herb medicine. Right. right. We know it works. Right. But usually, we don't know how. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know we put like maybe two, three, four, five plants all together. We cook them and right. and you drink it. Right. And then cure your disease. It's a magical potion. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but what's the active component? Right. Right. And so that's why we set up this core. And then uh, what the professors or you know, research team can do is they bring in like, the little mm-hmm. tiny flowers, you know, mm-hmm. they shuffle into this machine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we isolate all the possible chemical compound out of it. Mm. And then they can go back to different core, try to identify the function, mm. the structure, mm. and you know, even purify mm. if necessary. Mm. And uh, the other one is bioinformatics core, mm. which is a bit out of place because mm. that's the one's purely just analytical. And this one's actually sponsored by the other department in uh, TMU. And uh, what they do is they go through like those what we so called the big data. Mm-hmm. And so like compound isolation core, NMR core, mass spec core, mm-hmm. and even the single cell genomics core, mm-hmm. they don't just come out with one data. Mm-hmm. They usually come out with this huge amount of data. We're talking about gigabytes of data. Okay. And so they send it to the bioinformatics core right. and they do do cross references mm-hmm. and try to identify let's say pathways mm-hmm. or, or certain patterns, mm-hmm. you know, that's inside of patient or in between the uh, 
two, three different researchers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so bioinformatics plays a very critical role in this. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, especially with the AI, now right. it's the AI era, right. with feeding everything into the computers. Right. Well, that's the big data. Wow. And that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one, which is a very uh, just recently, we just finished the construction, okay. which is a single cell genomics core. All right. And it provides the uh, single cell sequencing services in the way that we can uh, understand what happens inside of a single cell. Because oh. back in the days, when mm. we do like biomedical studies, mm -hmm. we usually use a mixture of cells. Mm -hmm. And instead of just one. Okay. But sometimes when you have a rare population, mm -hmm. you can really get the precise data uh -huh. because you have too much background. Right. But with the single cell technology, mm -hmm. what we can do is we can isolate that mm -hmm. rare cell mm -hmm. or maybe a subset of the cells mm -hmm. and we take it out and then we see what happened inside of it, mm -hmm. whether it's biochemically or morphologically. Right, right. And uh, this core is actually um, more unique mm -hmm. in the way that we don't just do single cell sequencing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is uh, more on the genomic side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We also do uh, metabolomics, and we okay. also do uh, proteomics mm -hmm. in these two areas. I can really say that we do it at a single cell level, mm -hmm. which is very, very difficult. Okay. But we can do a subcluster. Mm -hmm. We can actually do a subset of cells mm -hmm. and try to identify what happens, right. let's say, in their um, metabolic changes right. before, during, and after, right. okay, or proteomic changes. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, we can also um, do the uh, post-transcriptional uh, modification. We want to track what mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, in a way that we all know the uh, DNA leads to RNA, mm -hmm. RNA leads to protein. Mm -hmm. But protein, they usually don't work just as a protein. Mm -hmm. They are modified. Mm -hmm. For instance, they get mesylated, I mean, different modifications. And so what we want to do is that um, we want to see what happens after, at a single cell level, after you um, modify the protein and then leads to a signal transduction pathway. Okay. Yeah, and that's also the other thing we do. Right. And the other one is we call the uh, morphological change. A lot of times, um, scientists, they focus on what's happening inside of a cell, mm. like signal transductions, mm -hmm. you know, little protein running here and there mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they forgot. They need to see what happens mm -hmm. to a cell as a whole. Mm -hmm. You know, is a cell getting too big, too mm -hmm. small, mm -hmm. shrinking, mm -hmm. or the shape is changing? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that leads to a lot of clues of what's happening mm -hmm. to the cell and how the cell is interacting mm -hmm. with the environment mm -hmm. or interacting with the drug. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so that's all the things that we do in this particular mm -hmm. core. It's amazing because as small as a cell is, it's such an amazing world in that little cell. And there's so much research that needs to be done. And, and to pinpoint and isolate certain problems is so important in this kind of research and development. And then at the same time, you guys have to handle so much big data, crunching all the numbers, and yet to be so detailed-oriented is uh, quite amazing, actually, what you guys do there. And again, having seven cores right now at TMU Core Facility Center, some of them are more of the common cores, like imaging cores like you mentioned, or mass spec core to something newly developed single cell genomics core. So I'm sure there are a lot of interesting projects going on with that as well right now, right? Um, yes. A lot of um, faculties, when they uh, learned that mm -hmm. we have a single cell genomics core, mm -hmm. yeah, the first thing they ask is, how much is that going to run us? Right. <laughs> yeah. well, that's usually what happens, because that's a costly experiment. Mm -hmm. But what we do is, you know, we tend to tell them like, well, that's 
okay, mm-hmm. you know, we can help you. Just think about your project right. and uh, let the school right. worry about the budget. Right, right, yeah. right. And that's another thing. You have to deal with a lot of like sitting down and mm-hmm. talking out what the needs are, what the problem is, and to like plan out or plot out like what are their needs and whatnot, correct? Yes. And that's a big part of your facility. Yes. Uh, that's also one thing that we do it a lot and quite often mm-hmm. is that we started out as mandatory mm-hmm. and now is everyone preferred to. Mm-hmm. Is that we want to have a thorough discussion right. with the research team. Right. Instead of just bringing your sample here, mm-hmm. you sit in the machine, do something. Mm-hmm. We want to know what you want, what mm-hmm. you need, what's mm-hmm. your goal, mm-hmm. what do you expect. Exactly. And if we know, mm-hmm. then that's how we can actually apply our experience mm-hmm. onto your project. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, if you come in here and saying that, oh, I want to see if the sale will grow. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. What kind of sale mm-hmm. are we talking about? Mm-hmm. What kind of medium are you using? Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to see a sale growing? Mm-hmm. Well, to what stage? Mm-hmm. And once we have those ideas, you know, this information, mm. then we can actually set up the machine mm. in the way that we can capture that. Mm-hmm. So thorough discussion is actually critical. Mm. And uh, the other part of the discussion is happens actually is after you get your data. Because mm-hmm. sometimes they'll come back and say, uh, I'm sorry, what's that supposed to mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes they come back and like, uh, I think we failed. Right. Which is fine. Right. We can talk. We can discuss. You know. Mm. Okay. So which step? What did you do? Mm. And then we can say, oh, this is wrong, or mm. you know, maybe you should try this, try mm. that. You know, or we can make links between mm. different teams. Mm. You know, we can say, oh, maybe uh, Professor X mm. that did the same experiment before mm. or similar experiments. Mm-hmm. So instead of using drug A, mm. perhaps you should. You know, try drug B, mm-hmm. okay, and or like oh, maybe Professor Y did it before mm-hmm. too. Maybe mm-hmm. you can ask your professor to talk to him. Mm-hmm. You can set up a collaborations, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point because mm-hmm. with any scientific research and analysis and experiments, of course, you're bound to fail, and it's through these failures we find other paths and other ways to succeed and find out more conclusions, if you will, in the future. So that's something you have to deal with. I'm sure a lot of quote unquote clients uh, might have to go through that with your staff members and yourself as well. And that, again, is, I, I think, um, the art of being a scientist, really. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Facing yeah. the failure is what we yeah. do every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So how many uh, like techno staff do you guys have at the facility? For now, we have nine. Nine? Yeah. Nine technical staff, or nine in total? Nine in total. Really? Handling yes. everything? Yes. Wow. On that, top of 40-some machines. That so. is remarkable. <laughs> it's, it's not easy, but it's quite exciting for right. them, because they not only focus sure. on one machine, right. they mo- focus on one set of machines. Uh-huh. So. And again, you know, going back to how you say they have to know everything, even know how to fix the machinery mm-hmm. and stuff, this gives them a, a lot of opportunities in the future to branch out their careers if they want. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. You know, they can still be in the research and development area, but they can also go to these companies, these uh, high-end machinery companies and work for them as well. Oh, definitely. Right. And that's also part of a goal that we try to reach. Mm. Again, opportunities. I mean, the core facility doesn't just provide opportunities mm-hmm. for the students and professors. Mm-hmm. We also provide opportunities for mm-hmm. people that work inside of the core facilities. Mm-hmm. Right? They can uh, develop their uh, professional career. Mm-hmm. from core facility, mm-hmm. you know, by going through the, those high-end instruments. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, which also is a major characteristic in Taiwan, mm-hmm. is that Taiwan is so small yeah. that the companies, they are nearby. Correct. So we can actually get the resources. Uh, so at TMU, one thing that we are proud of uh, is that we actually work closely what we so-called the original factory, right. meaning that when things go wrong, mm-hmm. okay, we get them to help if right. my people cannot deal with it. Right. And sometimes what we do is we send them 
them to those fact the original manufacturers yes. and to be trained. Right. So they get to know people there. Right. Make their own connections. Right. You know? So now everybody knows everyone, and uh, the original manufacturers can actually watch them grow mm. as they become more and more professional. Mm. And mm. that's creating the opportunity mm. in the future to be recruited. Mm. And that's something that we do wow. as well. The core facility is such a, a hub of just talents and know how and expertise, basically. Definitely. Um, so going back to what you provide to your, again, clients or students or mm-hmm. faculty, there are different types of services. And and it sounds like, of course, you offer a lot of technical assistance, but there are also people who just want to self-operate or just leave it to you guys yes. to handle it. Oh, well, like the Uber example that you had earlier. Okay. We don't just deliver the food. Uh-huh. We can actually go into your kitchen and cook and it cook for it, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's it really depends on the needs of the uh, research team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because sometimes they're in the urgent. Maybe mm-hmm. the paper's on the review. That's true. They just want they need one data. So it always takes. So we do it for you. Don't waste your time. Boom. And sometimes the professors will be like, I need my student to master this machine Mm -hmm. because when he or she graduates, Mm -hmm. must know how to operate the machine. And so, sure, then we can teach. So it really depends on what they want. And every once in a while, we get this crazy kid who showed up (laughs) in the core facility. It's like, Austin, yeah. I want to know A, B, C, D, E. I want to learn them all. Mm-hmm. You know? And we can do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, so Then I'll just tell the technical staff, You know, take the kid, go to the machine, start teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it really depends. I cannot say that we are like passive-aggressive in a way. <laughs> we are the more passive unit in the way that you really have to come to us right. so that we can help you. Right. And perhaps a lot of people may need all three kinds of services, right? You know, in the beginning, uh, maybe, you know, they again, something is urgent and they need you to run it. And then for another project, you know, they want to take more time and learn a little bit more Then they'll get the technical assistance that you guys can provide. And then finally, when they have enough know-how, they might be able to just self-operate basically, yes. right? So yep. it really all depends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this sounds very appealing to a lot of people who want to get into this field. Any advice you want to give to those who may want to start a career in core facilities? And uh, are you guys recruiting? <laughs> well, yeah, we can recruit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like um, we're always uh, seeking talents. Okay, but there are um, certain things the young recruits have to keep in mind. Okay, is that the uh, you gotta be patient. Mm. You need to have a lot of patience, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Part of the reason is that we're facing a lot of different people. Right. Okay. Again, back to the Uber side. Uh-huh. You know, when you go out yeah. and you see people. Yeah. And they're all with a different background, a different right. needs, exactly. you know, and a different stress. Right. Okay. And so, therefore, sometimes they may have some um, difficulties mm-hmm. like, to uh, describe what they need. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be patient mm-hmm. and listen to their needs, mm-hmm. identify the issue, mm-hmm. and then help them to resolve it. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember, oftentimes when people are under stress, mm-hmm. they um, tend to say something funny or they tend to uh, <laughs> unable to, um, let's say, describe their needs very clearly. Right. So patience is one thing. Right. And the other thing is um, be resourceful. Mm-hmm. Of course. So you need to read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. You need to read articles. Mm-hmm. And uh, also you need to... Uh, have a lot of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Those are your best weapons. Mm. And the reason being uh, the professor students, they will come to your help at any given time. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, if you don't know your instrument well enough, you won't be able to help them. Mm. And then they will not come back again. Right. <laughs> right? So right. therefore, we must 
know our stuff in right. Cyan now so we can help them right. be resourceful. Right, right. To be professional and also keep a curious mind at all times, too. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's very important. And uh, also be considering because mm-hmm. oftentimes, you know, they do not assume everybody knows everything. Mm. Okay, that's just starting mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Okay? And always, always give them a sufficient information mm-hmm. with a good follow ups. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sometimes they uh, may be too shy to call you back, mm-hmm. or sometimes they simply forgot. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you to follow up. That's correct. So that's uh, just be nice. Right. I like how you say never assume that everyone knows everything. And I think that applies to not only to your field, but I think to a lot of things in life in general. And I've heard a quote before, Mm -hmm. never assume because the word assume makes an ass out of you and me. A-S-S-U-M-E. That's right. (laughs) Never make assumptions. (laughs) Never assume. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really get down and learn the needs of other people and uh, what exactly they're talking about, you know. And maybe there are certain things that you talk about that they don't understand and you assume and Mm -hmm. you're going to start off on the wrong foot, basically. That's right. That's how you end up misunderstanding. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other um, criteria that I would recommend Mm -hmm. is be kind. Mm. Okay, be nice because mm. um, research is a never-ending process mm. and uh, with very, very high um, percentage of failure rate. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes people may not be in a good mood. Mm-hmm. They come in here and the experiment's not working, you know, the paper's not happening, you know, right. and the data's missing. Right. And so it's up to us to be nice and be kind. Th- that's why there are crazy scientists out there, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the mad doctors and crazy doctors. scientists. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the whole point, right? It's, it's through failure. We learn and find, you know, ways to succeed, you know, and again, quoting a very famous Chinese phrase, you know, right? And that's what you need. So 90% failure rate is nothing. Okay. Yeah. So usually what I uh, do with my people mm. is I'll tell them that, you know, forget about emotions. Right. Like professors and students, they may come in with all kinds of emotions. Right. From like, extremely happy right. to extremely upset. Right. And some would come in crying too. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. You know, forget about emotions. Uh. Just focus on the task. Uh. Focus on the problems that I have. Uh-huh. Let's resolve that. And then the emotion will go away. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't dance with their emotion. That's right. what I usually do. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. You got to have to be able to control your EQ, like we call it, right? That's, right? That's amazing that you guys have to deal with not only technical things, but mm-hmm. also the psychological part of, yes. of human beings, too, yes. as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, a very uh, all-comprehensive facility that you run. I hope you guys enjoyed what Austin's been sharing with us, and maybe you uh, find new interest in knowing more about the core facilities, or maybe in the future you need the core facilities to help you out in your research and whatnot. And we have been talking to the director of, again, the Core Facility Center, Office of Research and Development at TMU, Taipei Medical University, Director Austin Chang-ho. It's been a pleasure to have this discussion with you. Thank you. And I really learned a lot and have a lot of respect for what you guys do as well. And uh, thank you again for your time. Well, thank you for inviting me. This is a lot of fun. My pleasure. Again, you're listening to Your Life, Your Way. Thank you for listening. And we hope to see you next time. Thank you for joining us today. Your Life, Your Way is brought to you by Taipei Medical University. To get more content sent directly to your device, you can subscribe to our program on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.